I'm Elaine Casket with This Is Your Life on Tech, a Monday micro-podcast to help you live better and more mindfully with, through, and alongside all that technology. Today, I need to talk about productivity, especially when it really matters when it's crunch time. When I was at university in the late 80s and 90s, it was a far simpler era, although it probably didn't feel like that at the time. Electronic distractions were far fewer, social distractions moderately greater. The hardest times of the year were the ends of term when multiple assignments came due at once. The phrases life hack and productivity hack hadn't been invented yet. Apparently, life hack entered the lexicon around 2004. And to engage in proper, concentrated academic work, I needed just one thing, my writing uniform, which consisted of a pair of battered blue jeans and a plain white t-shirt. Turns out that this is an actually scientifically supported thing. It's called enclothed cognition. Clothing that you associate with a particular role or function can make you sharper and more productive. Somewhere along the line, the writer's uniform part of my routine was lost, which is a shame since I am now desperate for the jeans and white t-shirt effect. If I'm going to get This Is Your Life on Tech out into the world on the 31st of August, 2023, I need to submit the full edited manuscript in a week and a half. I'll get there, but at the moment, I'm bricking it. I don't want to be negative because that won't be helpful. Instead, I need to apply all the things that I know from experience will work to get me into a productive headspace. I've selected the perfect Airbnb setup for the final furlong, just the right combination of nature and isolation and proximity to easy food options. I've cleared my schedule and I've lined up all my tried and true technology tricks. We focus a lot on how tech gets in the way of us doing our work, how we use it as a procrastination or distraction method when we're avoiding something. There are all of those apps that try to help you save you from yourself, and sure, they can be helpful. That's a topic for another time, but today I want to focus on three ways I use technology to get me into the best possible headspace for focused work. First, harnessing the powers of time management, active rest, and rewards with Pomodoro. Second, increasing my concentration by adding sound instead of taking it away. And finally, zooming with my writing group for accountability, support, and the flow-inducing properties of connecting with a community where your desired behavior is the norm. These are my productivity jumper cables. First up, the mystical and magical Pomodoro technique. It's simple. Three focused sessions of 25 minutes of work followed by five minute breaks, then a further 25 minute stint of work followed by a longer break, say 15 to 30 minutes. I do 25. There are many factors that make Pomodoro effective. First, having set your intention for that working period, you know you have just 25 minutes ahead of you to make as much progress as possible in that segment. The sense of urgency or stakes is enhanced by the sound of a ticking clock, if you wish. Second, regular breaks are shown to restore focus, attention, and creativity that would likely atrophy with overly sustained work. And third, the longer breaks give you the opportunity for rewards or active rest, such as a walk, a stretch, or other activity that feeds your soul. 
I wouldn't do Pomodoro anywhere near as effectively without an app. Historically, I've used Focus Timer. During the pandemic lockdowns, when I couldn't write in my usual cafes, I worried about my productivity and I did feel stuck for a while. The discovery that saved me was that Focus Keeper allowed me to choose cafe noises instead of the clock ticking. My association between cafe noise and writing was so strong and entrenched that I was able to write an 80,000 word novel in three months. There are plenty of other apps, including the web-based Pomodoro and Marinara Timer, or you can use the Forest app as a combination Pomodoro and incentive to stay off your phone because your plants will die if you come out of the app. I say historically I used Focus Keeper because I recently discovered a Pomodoro app with a larger range of sounds, enabling me to select the brown noises that I've really got into in recent months. There are all colors of noise, white, pink, green, blue, violet, brown, and various theories exist about why such soundtracks might help you focus, including the placebo effect. The explanation that seems most plausible to me, though, comes from Dr. Yamalas Diaz of NYU. Both internal and external cues can distract the brain, she told the New York Times. Noise that is just stimulating enough to activate the brain but is not overwhelming can help drown out some of that internal chatter, as well as mask background noise. It's why noise machines in the bedroom can be so effective for helping you sleep, something I think we've forgotten about a bit since the advent of mobile phones on the bedside table. Even if it's the placebo effect, I'm a fan of it because the placebo effect works. In this case though, I had no preconceptions about the different noise colors at all. And through trial and error, I found that brown noise with its greater emphasis on lower frequencies and its more rounded, smoother sounds, really does seem to aid my focus the most. The low, constant rumble of an airplane, heavy rain, strong waterfalls, and roaring fires all do it for me. Head on over to YouTube to trial the various colors of noise and see what works for you. If you've got a tight deadline, like me, and a color of noise works for you, YouTube even offers quite long clips. Over the next week and a half, I might revisit the 10-hour brown noise video. And finally, even during my rural retreat, I'll be checking in with my writing community four times a day on Zoom. A pandemic phenomenon created for writers who wanted to write in company but who suddenly couldn't gather or attend writing retreats, London Writers Salon is still going strong attracting writers from around the world who know from experience that a fantastic way of hitting a flow state is to join a community where your desired behavior, in this case, writing, is the norm. People talk about Zoom fatigue or the downsides of technologically mediated interaction, but all Zoom calls are not created equal. I'm tremendously grateful that technology enables me to be in an isolated Airbnb lake house where I can focus whilst simultaneously being supported, held accountable, and kept silent company by hundreds of other writers, many of whom I now count as friends. I know I'll be able to feel the strength of their presence and goodwill from all those little windows on screen, even when we're not speaking to one another during our focused 50-minute writing sessions. Whatever you need to accomplish this week, find ways of making the technology work for you. I'd love to hear about your own productivity jumper cables with or without the use of technology. Well, it's the final countdown. I have one more installment of This Is Your Life on Tech newsletter and podcast before I submit that manuscript, and it starts going through the publication machine to reach your hands in late August. 
As that day gets closer, I'll start introducing longer format interview-based editions of This Is Your Life on Tech, featuring some of the amazing folks I spoke with for the book. I know you'll enjoy them, so stick around. Thanks for starting your week with This Is Your Life on Tech with me, Elaine Casket. I hope you'll listen in next Monday for another installment. And in the meantime, if you're enjoying this, please subscribe now and let folks know what you think with a review or recommendation. Paid annual subscribers on Substack receive my previous book, All the Ghosts in the Machine, The Digital Afterlife of Your Personal Data, and the upcoming This Is Your Life on Tech. Hope you'll tune in again next week.